0: Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Zambrano, host
0: of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at FanStreamSports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. And you can email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, the numerals 1-5, and that'll get you 15% off your next order. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays sweep the New York Yankees at Yankee Stadium to improve to 8 and 8 on the year while the big bad New York Yankees fall to 5 and 10. The Rays outscored the Yankees 18 to 7 over the 3 games and I think they're a 5 of 6 against them on the year. So with that Ulysses, I think you're waking up on a Monday morning as a happy camper today.
1: Indeed, I am. Dude, what a turnaround from this team. I I mean, they went from looking flat and wanting at Tropicana when they left on Thursday night uh, after a a frustrating week against the Texas Rangers. And then they just turned it around on Friday night with the offense against the Yankees. And and they just went off to put a good feel, good vibe in that clubhouse on Friday. And they took it all for the rest yes. of, the, uh, of the weekend. It was really impressive. So uh, having said that, n- the turnaround, impressive. My biggest takeaway is Joey Wendell. I mean, mm-hmm. the, 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 Joe, the Joey Wendell weekend experience is, is what we all witnessed. Six for 12 this weekend, two home runs, three RBIs, only three strikeouts, five runs scored. Anytime anybody asks... Hey, who's your favorite race player? Every race fan should say uh, Joey mother loving Wendell <laughs> because yeah. this guy is incredible. I mean, what he has been doing this season, it cannot be understated enough. I mean, he has decided from his off season workouts and, and his results in 2021 that he should be in the lineup every day. Kevin, Let's look at his line for 2021. In 50 at bats, he's hitting 340. He has an on base percentage of 365 and an OPS of 965. There aren't many players out there in the league doing what he's doing defensively and then putting up these numbers with the versatility with the glove. I mean, you can put him at short, third, second, corner, outfield. Yes. Uh, he hustles every play. He's got some pop right now, hitting for contact. I mean, Joey Wendell could probably scoff at rest days because he's not that kind of guy. But if it's not a rest day, Joey Wendell needs to be in the lineup every day.
0: That's a great point you make. And it's funny because we also got some, uh, we got a lot of Joey Wendell love over the weekend from people on Twitter and uh, an email here from Walter Rosado, who brings up the point I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend, especially since our raise one. Do you guys see Wendell as an everyday player? And do you think that his power that he is displaying is going to be sustainable? I think Wendell has earned a shot at playing every day for the time being as always keep up the great work. Thank you, Walter. Um, I mean, he's pretty much, isn't he already sort of an everyday player? I mean, last year he played 50 games. Um, he got injured in 2019 only played half the games but 2018 he played 140 games and had 545 plate appearances so i mean if you're getting 550 575 plate appearances i mean you're and as a lefty you're going to get a lot of opportunities because you know there's so many right-handed pitchers and right-handed starters i feel like and he's played in what 14 of 16 games this year i mean that's about as close as an everyday player that you can get now you wonder if maybe with the return of Kevin Kiermeyer and G-Man Choi coming off the IL and the Rays trying as they might to get Yoshi Sutsugo back up there and, and getting him back on the straight and narrow that if maybe his playing time or opportunities at the plate, take a little bit of a dip. But I think right now, I mean, you got to play the hot hand. I mean, Joey window, what he's done. It's funny because he did, uh, I mean, in interviews, he said that he's made it a point to get more lift on the ball. And we've started to mm-hmm. see that, especially to the pull side. I mean, he's showing pull side power, gap to gap power. And then where he's also, but he's not just that. He's also a guy that, okay, I'm not going to force an issue on an outside pitch. I'll just take it the other way for a base hit. And I looked at some of his splits. I mean, he is, you, he has gotten to the point this year where he's pretty much unshiftable. He's got, basically an even, even amount of hits to the left, to the right, up the middle. He's he's almost becoming DJ LeMahieu in that sense. And it's interesting if you look, because I like to go back and look at the highlights sometimes and see what adjustments guys make. But um, at least in this series against the Yankees and over the past couple games, he's adjusted his stance where, you know, beforehand he had more of a closed and crouched down stance. Now he's really opened up that front side and has more of, uh, he's more upright in his stance yes. too. So maybe trying to, and, and I know he said he's done some things with adjustments with the, the handle on the bat and things of that nature. So whatever he's doing, it seems to be working right now. And I think the opportunity to get a lot of playing time that allows you to get in a rhythm as well
1: and look at the feet too when he's at the box i mean they're pretty far apart it, it's yeah. it's 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 a very unique stance what when, when, when he gets in the box so getting that balance and it's working right now i mean when you're hitting over 340 that's that, that's something that's working so yeah i i do see him as an everyday player i think 14 games out of 16 games is as regular as it as it as it can be right. but i think it shouldn't shift uh Again, unless it's a rest day, and unless Joey Dub says, hey, man, my, my triceps is, is, is kind of sore. Can I, t- can I take a day off? Which that would never happen in this world, Joey Wendell, <laughs> saying that he can't play yes. because he's a little bit sore. So unless it's a rest day that it's mandated from, from, from the universe itself, uh, Joey Wendell needs to be playing. And the best thing about Joey Wendell is he can rotate all over the field. So if you want to give Yandi a, a day off, you can you can put him in for Yandi. you can give Willie to a break. you can give a corner outfielder a break too. I mean, Joey Wendell fits so in so many ways he's a he's a switchblade it's 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 fantastic. So yeah, that's my biggest takeaway is look at his weekend. Yeah. it was fantastic. it was clutch, but it's been the whole season this way. This guy needs to be in the lineup
0: every day. It's so great how things have turned around since 2019 where he did have that broken and shattered wrist and really struggled to bounce back from that. And that's the thing we have to realize some of these issues and some of these injuries and ailments and not being a hundred percent, it takes time to get Mm -hmm. back in the group. And we've slowly started to see that development. Now, Joey Wendell, I mean, he might be one of the most hated players by Yankees fans and by the opposition because he (laughs) does so well with that. And looking at his numbers, I mean, it's, it's apparent that he's definitely hitting the ball harder. His average exit velocity is in the 78th percentile and hard hit percentage is in the 66th percentile. Max exit velocity is 58th percentile, but yeah, that average exit velocity consistently hitting the ball very, very hard is big for him. The only thing I, I may be not concerned about, but I wonder if at some point he may have to shorten and change his swing is that, you know, uh, some of the the swings he made, they they seem to be a little bit long. But again, those were pitches that he probably knew he could crush and hit. But there might be times where, and again, that's the thing with baseball: you're constantly going to have to make tweaks and adjustments. Yes. I mean, as look, nobody has a perfect swing. You're always going to have to make little changes here and there. I mean, look at golf: how many how many times has Tiger Woods changed his swing and changed golf coaches? Like even the greatest player. You know, maybe the the greatest professional athlete, one of if not the all time, still has his issues that has to be worked out.
1: Yeah, and you don't even have to go to another uh, to to another sport, Kevin. Mike Trout, the the the, yeah. the greatest player in our generation, uh, strikes out. Nightly, <laughs> you know, uh, he, they, they can get him, they can get him a strikeout. So, uh, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Those Joey Wendell big swings, especially, I think, one with the, like a slider uh, on, on his back yes. foot. He completely looked a, a little bit fool there. But again, three strikeouts in the whole on the whole weekend. I'll take that in a, in, in, in 2021 where strikeouts are all of that rage. He's hitting for contact. He's hitting for power. Uh, yeah, this uh, I, I want him on the lineup card every day do you think he finishes
0: for raised position players top three in war
1: well the way that he's doing that that's that's not a bad that's not a bad uh, option there the the, the the issue is the playing time right because we we all know that the wealth is not only on the pitching side but middle infielders right could he be a good trade uh, deadline acquisition for another team. I don't know if you, you want to trade give... him though.
0: Oh, that I bet there'd be a lot of other guys. I'd rather trade than Joey Wendell oh, right now. A lot of me other too.
1: But with Joey Wendell, you can get some really good value. And then the uh, Taylor walls, a Kevin Padlow, uh, Vidal Brujan, or maybe even Wander could then slot in uh, on a day-to-day role. So, uh, that could happen, but I, I wouldn't be behind that. I, I really, I think a Joey Wendell is a guy that you want to keep, because what he's doing right now is really impressive. Yeah.
0: I also feel, though, that you know if you were to try to trade him, I don't know if other teams would value him as much as the Rays value what he does, because you say Joey Wendell to a lot of other ball clubs, they say they just probably assume, oh, he's just a utility player. They, they don't right. realize what he really brings to the table, and that could be a tough sell for a front office that's trying to do that. So if you're if another team's trying to poach Joey Wendell, you better you better ask for the kitchen sink. Ask for a there lot you go. there. <laughs> a- ask to take uh, Yoshi's salary off our hands. Maybe that's there you oh, go. too soon, a little earlier for that. Okay, uh, this episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, rings sure to bring joy into his or her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they're the perfect way to bring light into your significant other's life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give your significant other something special and truly meaningful. So, again, if you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring – that that special person will treasure forever you're definitely going to want to check this out they won't be around for long so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at blue bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action football may be over but the nba mlb and nhl are in full swing bet online even covers awards tv shows and reality tv real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's also free to sign up so head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And oh yeah, use that promo code locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Okay, Ulysses, getting to some of my takeaways and observations from the weekend. The first thing, I mean, this is very brief, but I mean, can we just play the Yankees 162? Can we play them every day, every series? They are like the Man, you need to get out of the uh, out of a slump if you're a
1: raised player or a raised pitcher that's that's hey face the Yankees
0: at Yankee it, Stadium it,
1: that's the way to do it it's fantastic the problem is that you know the outfielders and the infielders might need to you know bring umbrellas because the Yankee fans get a little bit upset and they start throwing baseballs out there but you know good for Brett Phyllis to take a bow uh, yeah I don't know if you I don't know if you saw that but I love that. I did see that that yeah. see that is how you handle a situation
0: mm-hmm. like that and I mean here, here's an observation for you. Here's a takeaway. I think we continued to realize that there are definitely some crummy, crummy Yankees fans out there. Yes. A big contingent of them with the antics that happened really all throughout the weekend. But definitely, baseballs being thrown on the field. And I'll say this: it's kind of funny because I saw people were like, uh, "How are they getting these baseballs?" And it got me yeah, thinking. Like, well, <laughs> well, here, look. I mean, do they not sell baseballs in the team store? You can buy a baseball. You can sneak a baseball, and BP. you can. Yeah, you can get, you can get baseballs from anywhere. So I, 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 am not big into this like huge conspiracy theory necessarily that the rate or that the, the Yankees were actively like they wanted Yankees fans to throw baseballs at Rays no. players, but like, look, baseballs get thrown around people. You go to, you bring your glove for a reason to a game like baseball uh, guys. People are going to get baseballs one way or the other. Yes.
1: I mean, again, BP batting practice, there's, plenty of home runs you get catch plenty of baseballs and guess what I bet that a lot of kids and adults go with baseballs to get them signed and if they yes. don't well there's now a baseball in your hand that you can throw because you hate Brian Cashman and you hate Aaron Boone and you think that Aaron Hicks's defense is uh well you pick the adjective people
0: yeah it, it really wasn't good what the other thing that was funny is I mean not funny but just like again we see the true colors of Yankees fans especially Yankees I realize that New York is a mess right now and you're upset and it's cold in New York like I, I I get that. I understand you're <laughs> uncomfortable right now, but um, the, for the cursing at the players consistently, like I think Randy Rosarena also took it pretty well as well. But if you notice, whenever like Giancarlo Stanton hit that home run off Kittridge, and the way that Yankees fans chase and fight one another to pick yeah. up a meaningless baseball is yeah. just, I mean, it's so off-putting. You were like, it was like they were fighting for toilet paper or food rations. It was to that extent. Like, just, like I, I saw one guy on television, he was like trying to to cross like 15 rows to get yeah. to that baseball. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that serious. Unless you're that, uh, whoever that guy is, the, like the baseball collector on Twitter that goes oh, yeah, around that to guy. every ballpark. Yeah. Zach yeah. something, I guess. I, I yeah. guess he was recently in... Uh, in the St. Pete area or, or Pinellas County for, for Dunedin and uh, what they're doing with the blue Jays. But it's just like, okay, we look, I'm not saying all Yankees fans are bad. I've got friends that are Yankees fans. I'm just saying that there, there's some bad ones out there, especially when they get uh, in a collective group at Yankee stadium. I, I couldn't imagine if there were 40,000.
1: Oh my goodness. Imagine that. Yeah. This is with like pods. And I think it was like 9,000 over there at Yankee stadium or 10,000, something like that. So yeah, it could only be worse with, with uh, thirty, forty thousand 30, 40,000 plus. So no, yeah. uh, I get, I, again, they, they handled it great. And I love that the rays are just, you know, putting their chin up and and saying, all right, peace. Yeah. Bye-bye. That's a, yeah. hey, Take your three L's
0: and go yeah. home, Try <laughs> to sleep. Why don't you? Uh, the other thing that I want to mention. So, it was, I think, really good to see uh, a entire slew of bounce backs for some guys that have been struggling over the course of the weekend. And, again, the Yankees helped him out, helped him get, hopefully, mm-hmm. on the straight and narrow here. You know, Michael Waka firing six innings and nine strikeouts. Zanino getting three hits in two games. Ryan Yarbrough successfully pitching behind an opener. Uh, Jeffrey Springs getting his first career MLB save. Uh, the bullpen overall, I think, with Kidridge, Castillo, Strickland, Thompson, and then uh, Yoshi Sitsugo. I know it wasn't huge. It wasn't, it's not like he went four for four or five for five, but he did uh, get a clutch RBA double off of Garrett Cole and then also had another pretty hard hit line drive that Aaron Judge made a really good play on at the warning track. So little things like that. But out of what I listed, Ulysses, what has you most encouraged or what are you most happy about from the weekend?
1: Oh, you know that that that's a tough one because I I can't pick Yarbrough because I I know Yarbrough is going to be fine. Uh, I hope the bullpen is going to be fine. Uh, yeah. Springs looked pre- pretty good. Again, I think the AL East crown is won by your starting rotation. So Michael Walker, that yes. was impressive, and doing it at Yankee Stadium against the Yankees—that's even more impressive. I think that that should earn you a couple brownie points even more because. Uh, of what that means setting the tone for that road trip that was Michael Waka there on the mound and he looked as good as he did in you know seven years ago eight years ago when he was the <laughs> NLCS MVP so that's the kind of stuff that you need to see from Rich Hill and Chris Archer when when and if they you know they, they, they're all healthy and, and come back at least Archer does that's the Waka start. so I think yes. that that one is is the biggest turnaround really happy for that clutch you know uh double by, by, by Yoshi there against Cole or a single, I don't remember, but it, it was hard hit. It was a changeup. He stayed on it. Why would Derek Cole throw a changeup to a guy that is obviously missing the ninety eights, and you yeah. have 98 in your arsenal. Why would you hit him with it with a changeup when you already threw a change up in him in the first at bat and he hit it a, a pretty good way. Like you said, uh, to, to judge, uh, Bad pitching there by by Garrett Cole, but I'm really happy that Yoshi did what he did um, with it. And and again, like you said, clutch RBI. That's the game winning RBI, and that yes. was by Yoshi.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. Honestly, like Cole with his fastball, and that's something that you should know the scouting report there. You don't have to do. You don't have to be fancy. You don't have to get cute. And I know that Yoshi kind of fouled off some of those fastballs there and some of his at bats, but you know that that is not necessarily good Yoshi's strength. But yes, that's another thing too. Is just seeing better at bats instead of just constantly chasing and chasing and chasing. In fact, I looked it up. His chase rate is nearly double from what it was last year. I know last year wasn't great, but it's better than what it, what this year is for Yoshi. And also he's swinging at less uh, first pitches too. So maybe that's Hmm. something that if you see a good pitch initially, maybe just go ahead and take a hack at it. And we did, you know, after a couple days off getting time to regroup, maybe this is something that, that gets him into, a little bit of a rhythm here and it's one of those things where and, and we saw it with his swing it looked noticeably shorter and just you you don't have to be fancy with it we know you're a power hitter we know you have natural power but just base hit just do what joey wendell yeah. does just try to hit the ball in the gap and go from there you you can hit the ball the other way too. do that like uh I, you know sometimes you just put too much pressure on yourself and it just look i think at the end of the day that the the contract and the signing is probably going to be a net loss in the aggregate but if, if he can find ways to contribute in spots like that, maybe it can be salvaged a little bit. But who knows? There's a lot of conversations about uh, what is going to happen to Yoshi Setsugo, And that might have to be a conversation uh, that we have at a later date. But it was good to see a lot of those guys that, you know, either first or, or starting to, you know, not not just the superstars performing and um, and being productive for the raise with that. Uh, okay, uh, we have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Uh, Built Bar is, of course, the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, I said amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. So go to BuiltBar.com or check them out on Twitter at Bar underscore Built. And uh, remember to use that promo code, LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, the numerals 1-5, to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Okay, Ulysses, the Rays now head to Kansas City for a three-game series. So that means we have a trio of eight ten p.m. Eastern – time games and don't look now the Royals might actually be good it might be decent this year they're nine and five they're first in the AL central and we got a little scouting report here from uh, one of our friends and listeners and resident Royals fan Brendan Atkins Uh, we asked him for a scouting report on the Royals and he says don't run on Salvi or pitch to him just hope he doesn't play with how he's (laughs) been lately and uh, Brendan ain't wrong about Salvador Perez this year as he is on a tear. Uh, it, it's funny because, so Perez is hitting 291 with a 957 OPS, five homers and three doubles in 14 games. It seems like, and I know you've you gone to bat for Salvi and how good he is. He had just signed the, the longest or the largest contract extension in Royals history. Uh, but it seems like he's always a guy that's left out in the conversation when you talk about great catchers. Like the first names we say are, nuto Vasquez, Grandal, Posey, Molina. And it always seems like for whatever reason, maybe because of the market and the Royals um, that Perez gets left out, but he has been consistently good for a very long time. I and mean, he's, he's basically been, a, I mean, very, very good player for a decade now. And he's only 30. So he's probably got a long way to go as well.
1: Yeah. And he gets out of, uh, uh, he, he doesn't get included into that conversation, just like any good raised player would be a uh, Joey Wendell. You said, right. well, a lot of people wouldn't really uh, know about Joey Wendell and what his value is. Same thing with Salvador. I mean, the, the name maybe rings a little bit more because of the World Series and all that. But yeah, he gets left out because of the market. And, and it's a shame because he just puts up number uh, year after year, the the numbers are, 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 are incredible. And so one thing about Salvador Perez, though, uh, you're going to see a little bit of a friendly... Uh, you know, crap talking because Brett Phillips mm. actually had a bet with Salvador Perez about the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Who was going to win? So you will see actually Salvi wearing that TB twelve jersey that uh, Brett Phillips is probably going to give him on the first day. So that'll be something to watch out for, race fans.
0: Love to see it. Love to see it. Okay, so the Royals are sixth in the American League in OPS. They're first in stolen bases with fifteen, so they run a lot. Wow. So that is something to watch out for uh, with uh, Whit Merrifield and Andrew Benatendi and such. And then pitching, they are seventh uh, in the American league in ERA, and they don't allow many homers. At least they haven't so far this year, averaging less than one per game, uh, tonight's matchup. We've got a little lefty on lefty action, Josh Fleming going up against Danny Duffy. I understand that Fleming is going to have a ton of friends and family and relatives in attendance because I guess he grew up and kind of played in that, uh, Missouri, Kansas city area, whatever it may be. Uh, but I got to tell you, um, Danny Duffy, I'm a little bit—he's look good this year. He he's only allowed one run and twelve innings across two starts. I watched some highlights of him. As a lefty, he's dialing up the ball, 97 miles per hour, working an 83 change off of that. I mean, the differential between the fastball and the changeup also makes him that 12-6 curveball. I mean, he is getting some ugly, ugly swings, um, a lot of check swings, and a lot. Of, I mean, even he made Mike Trout look silly not too long ago so this could be this could be a it's going to be a tough series i don't think the the rays are necessarily going to roll through the royals like they did the yankees over the last three days
1: just saying no this this is right now a a team that's playing well and danny duffy you let's add the 11 strikeouts uh, onto those 12 innings so no he's looked good quality starts on, on both times that angels lineup didn't really have any anything to 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 really hit off him so it's going to be a tough matchup um today but maybe the righty bats can 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 do some damage maybe joey wendell you know we see him against the lefty let let, let let's let's see how that does but and we see mike Brasso be ha, have the clutch hit. yandy Diaz, it's always a different race guy that yes. steps up so hopefully that that's the, the way to do it but josh fleming talking about the friends and family that's so great man that that i mean him having his debut in 2020 with no fans you know that's usually yeah. something that you grow up hoping and, and dreaming a certain way and i'm sure that not in his faintest of dreams uh his debut would have gone like it did last year but now he gets to have his family and friends in, in kansas city watching him pitch so maybe that's a little bit of a of a positive push for him and, and we can see a good josh fleming outing today does he go six six innings today six plus. Oh boy. Uh, you know, I, I think Yarbrough did a good job at saving the bullpen. Diego is probably not available today after pitching those two innings. So right. I, I, let, let's, let's hope he does. Um, um, if the over and under is five and a third, I would take over.
0: Yeah. And here's the other thing too, is like, these teams don't face each other very often. Didn't face each other last year. So there's right. again, an unfamiliarity factor and again, not to, I'm not totally just disregarding the the lack of production that Yoshi has made this year, but that's another reason. He has not seen a ton of major league pitchers, and an, he hasn't seen enough of them, and he hasn't seen them multiple times through either. So that's something that has to be acknowledged with that. I think Mike Zanino pointed that out, that, you know, that probably one reason among others that they didn't do so good against the Rangers is they hadn't faced them. They didn't face yeah. them last year, and they, they didn't get that opportunity to get those needed at-bats. So that's something to focus on.
1: You said that they're, they're a good running team, the, the, mm-hmm. the Royals. It'll be interesting to see how Zunino and uh, Mejia yeah. can counteract that uh, as well. Uh, I, I, I believe Glass now will be the pitcher for the last game against Kansas City if the off days match. So if he does get to play against the Kansas City Royals, that would be a very good, interesting thing to yes. see because we know how his big, long, you know, arm and the legs can get a little bit slow at times and they run wild on him. If he does get to make a start against the Kansas City Royals, it would be interesting to see how Zunino and Mejia can handle that, and then Glass now on top of that. Yeah,
0: and the amount of like breaking balls and just. It's tough for catchers to handle those and stay in front of them. And that split second of you're fumbling for a ball like Aaron Hicks in the outfield. And uh, before you know it, Merrifield's at second or third. Now, I don't know what they're caught. I know they're very, very aggressive on the base pass. I don't know what their caught stealing percentage is, but I know that Merrifield and Ben Attendee, I think, historically have been decent runners. And Nikki Lopez and Michael Taylor have also ran a little bit too. But should be, I mean, a fun series. I think it's, it's always fun to just watch. I mean it's it's great to beat up on the Yankees for sure but it's also nice to see face jerseys that you don't really see very yeah. often. It's it's good to see some central teams and some west coast teams and,
1: and everything. Like and, and and visually speaking that Kauffman Stadium there in Kansas City I'm jealous. I mean with, with the the water in the center field. I mean that that's that's a really cool thing. And I've always kind of had a soft spot for the Royals really cuz that 2014-2015 teams, those were really, really fun to watch in an era where the big home runs are everything. They said, you know what, yes. we're going to win a different way. And, and they did. And so that's, that's commendable. And so that, that, that'll be fun.
0: Have you been to Kaufman Stadium? Was that on your road trip several years ago?
1: Or you no, that no, I, okay, no, but that, that that that's on my bucket list. Like, really, like Kaufman Stadium is uh, right up there with PNC Park. I mean, th- those just look yeah. so so beautiful from from the TV screen. I can only imagine what they look like when you're there. It's unfortunate because the the Pirates are so bad, and you have that beautiful <laughs> ballpark. But the Royals, yeah. it looks like
0: they're they're getting on the right page and the right path there. Yeah. I have to take a road trip up there, enjoy some KC barbecue and, you know, Brendan, Brendan Atkins, one of our listeners out there, uh, he can give you some tips and uh, tricks of the trade. In fact, I do have, you know, speaking of the Salvador Perez, Brett Phillips bet, I do have a standing bet or I guess a winning bet now with Brendan, where uh, I think he's going to take me out to a, uh, a game where the Rays are facing the Royals at Tropicana Field because the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. I, I want to say that sometime in May. And I'm sure you can be invited. That's you awesome. might have to pay your own way with that because I think Brendan only promised uh, one ticket. So <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, get a, we'll, get a, we'll get a fine-tuned date on that. But anyway, okay, okay see? Follow my advice. Follow my betting advice. It'll it'll, you go. it'll go your way usually. Okay. Uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today and Locked on Fantasy Baseball podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow.